Uh, we have this morning our uh, panel, even though today's Father's Day, we're going to continue with our marriage uh, series. And we uh, just randomly asked, we could have asked a number of people to have been on this panel, but these are the ones we uh, settled on. And the, the <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll see. We'll see how well that works out. Uh, <laughs> that's real encouraging, isn't it? Uh, Jackie is up here because I've had several people say, hey, we've heard plenty of stories that you're telling on her, but she needs to have her time. So, so she's up here to defend herself, possibly. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Genesis 1 and verse 18 says this, And God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. See, I'm already getting instructions to, to move back. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> this is how it works, you know. This is just, uh-huh. We're going to have a good time this morning. Okay. Ryan said he wasn't too sure if he was going to come out alive or not. I said, well, you're safe here. Just don't go home. <laughs> Uh, dear. Once again, and God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I'll make him a helper comparable to him. Uh, I read a, a little funny quip this week. It said, one couple said, Christ is our example. I sure wish we had followed his example. He never got married. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's another bad lead into what we're doing here. Uh, Hey, you know, on a good note, we, we have so many families here that have longevity in their marriages. In fact, the uh, Hyatt Life Group met last Sunday, and uh, the Life Group lesson is a further discussion of our marriage. I thought, you know, I'm doing, uh, Josh, Pastor Josh and I are doing most of the talking or all the talking on this marriage thing. Maybe some of you would have some comments. So that's your opportunity to go to Life Group and have an opportunity to, to speak about marriage. And so their life group got together, and uh, none, of, none of the people in their group came from a divorced home. They had 226 years of accumulated marriage in their group, and that did not include the strolls who were on vacation, and they have 45 that could have been added to that. Um, they had two comments. Uh, Teresa posed a question to them. Uh, what would be, how was that question posed? Uh, what would be your biggest thing that you'd like to have corrected in your marriage or something along that line. What would it be? Yeah. Um, finish the phrase, I wish you would stop Okay. make it positive, not a negative. Like, you can't yeah. say, I wish you'd stop nagging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the, the comments were that most of the women wanted uh, the guys to not work so much and spend more time with the family. And most of the guys said that they wanted their, their wives to not take care of everybody else as much and take care more of, of them and within their family. Isn't that correct? Yeah. So do you, I can see how those two things work hand in hand. Good. Um, let's go ahead and get started here. We have, other than Jackie being out of order here, we have in order uh, of experience, we'll put it that way. So, uh, Gail, you have your microphone. Go ahead and l tell us who you are, how long you guys have been married. Well, I'm Gail Ransford. This is Ryan. And 
Yeah. Um, we have been married for a little over two and a half years. Two and a half. So there are youngsters. Okay. <laughs> We're Paul and Pam Compton, and we've been married. Uh, it'll be 35 in August. This is Roz and Don, and we've been married 55 years. 55. All right. In August. <laughs> okay. I had to get that straight. 54 and 10 twelfths. <laughs> <laughs> and in between Pam and Paul and Don and Roz would be us, so you go ahead. Yeah. Uh, we have been married 44. <laughs> 40. <laughs> 44 years will be 45 in September. There we go. Yeah. All I got right. <laughs> yes. Praise the Lord. Okay. Let me start out uh, with, with you, uh, Gail, and uh, you and Ryan together can answer this. But what part has God played in the role of your, of your marriage? Ryan is a slow thinker, so it'll remind me. Don't come to me when it's done. Okay. So I know starting out, uh, then Ryan really came into a, really a deeper relationship with Christ during, during all of this. So that's been a real asset as well. Absolutely. Uh, Gail's been nothing but just support through my entire walk. And um, I came from a home that really didn't have Christ in their and, uh in the home, so uh, she just kept supporting me all the way through and until a couple years ago, I guess. And so, yeah, she's she's been pretty, pretty much my rock the entire time. So, good. Okay. The question was, what? How has he been? How, what, what role has God played in your marriage? Well, I think he's been a big focal point in our marriage. I mean, we do a lot. I mean, we do a lot of things together, but we always kind of point toward, like, we come together to um, connect together, but also to connect with God, and mm -hmm. the kind of is, um, I don't know, we, we live our lives around him, and so I think that's a big, big thing. Right. Going to raise your children in a godly fashion? Right. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Pam and Paul. Well, I think um, he... He's been an important part from the beginning. I mean, because you go through so many stages in your marriage. You know, I remember times when we had very little money and, and things, and God was always our provider. You know, I remember, you know, when we're raising up our children, you know, you have to have that support from the Lord for, to be able to pray over them and, and know that they are in God's hands. You know, and, and other, you know, just different aspects that you just go through in your journey. You know, I don't know how people do it without the Lord. Hmm. Amen. Rosie? Well, we've, um, he's been a very important part of my life always. And I think since we moved down here, even more so, up in Michigan, <clears throat> we went to church maybe three out of four Sundays, sometimes two out of four, because we were always busy doing something. And I didn't, it wasn't as important as it is now. Yeah, plus so the church was 4,000 people. And you really didn't, you know, it was just kind of, you went, you didn't really see anybody you knew, but anyway, since moving down here, we've just been much more 
active. Good. Good. Closer to the Lord. I'm, I'm thinking here uh, this morning, too, that there may be someone sitting out here. Oh, here we go again. We have four perfect couples. Their marriages are just awesome, and they've just never had any problems. <laughs> <laughs> How would you answer that, Rosie? <laughs> I live with Donald. <laughs> she, she has been a good wife. She put up with... All my travels when I uh, supposedly worked, <laughs> played, played a lot of golf, but she, uh, she backed me all up. And when we came down here, she started playing golf, so she understood a little bit better when, uh-huh. when I was gone all the time. Uh-huh. Okay. Good. Do you have something else? Well, I'm trying to think. Not right now. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about uh, Ross's three siblings and herself. They had 281 years of marriage. 221. Hmm. And with mom and dad's 280. Well, with her mom and dad is 280. And with my two sisters, is another 85 plus my folks. For my dad died, it was 44. Hmm. So we had, uh, in our marriage, we, we could look up to our parents and see what they were doing. Mm-hmm. and uh, what God played in their part. Uh, Roz's folks was a little bit better than mine. Uh, my dad was not really a churchgoer, but my mother had faith, and our grandmother lived with us for 16 years, and she was a, a devout Catholic. Mm-hmm. She didn't miss a Sunday or didn't miss a Mass. So we had good, good people to... Uh, look at to see what's happening. Good. Okay. Well, let's just go ahead and start down there at this end for this question. What's the most rewarding thing that has taken place in your marriage? <laughs> the, most rewarding thing. The, the most rewarding is uh, a continuous love over these, all these years and understanding and compromise and uh, discussion Plus, when we had our children and then they had the grandchildren, now we have great-grandchildren, which is a blessing. And so uh, every time we uh, see them, we're, we're, we're thrilled they're in Michigan. But uh, that's really rewarding to us because uh, we, we love them dearly, but we don't see them enough. Mm-hmm. I think just <clears throat> being together and... Um, we just, it, it was never a question. I mean, I, I never even thought about not making this a life, you know, lifetime commitment. Mm-hmm. I think commitment is the biggest thing because you have problems and, you know, there might be times when you think, oh my goodness, what have I done? But I'm committed to this man. Praise the Lord. Good. Paul? <clears throat> I think for us is to start out with friendship. Uh, when we first met, uh, we were actually at church camp, and uh, I think you guys were even there, but our youth group was all guys, and her youth group was all girls, and we were uh, assigned to a cabin, and those girls found out where thus guys were going to be, and they had decided to book their cabin right next to ours, and so there was a bunch of us, and we all kind of hung out for the weekend, and uh, you know we didn't even pair off necessarily, but 
we just got to know each other, and we started talking on the phone, and we just become good friends for a couple of years before, you know, it ever turned into anything that, you know, we would start dating. I think the thing that, that we look back on and uh, are thrilled about was the fact that we were just really good friends, close friends, uh, for quite a while before we both recognized that there was something more going on. And I think just the fact that we've been able to maintain that, type, that same type of a, just a friendship, enjoy being together. You know, um, we try to, to laugh a lot and uh, keep it light. And, uh, you know, I, I pick on Pam, but she usually gives me plenty of material. So. <laughs> What's your answer to all that, Pam? <laughs> Well, it's pretty true. <laughs> I'm just, I, like Paul said, I'm thankful that we had that basis because Paul is my best friend. You know, there's nothing that I don't tell Paul. And just that communication and that, that growth that we have, I think, has sustained us through a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Brian? I guess for me, the, what's been rewarding is just being seeing the growth between our relationship and even our relationship with God and everything and um, continuing to progress together and, and moving forward and trying to pass it on to right now Abel and maybe some future children from there as well. Good. Gail? I'd agree seeing, um, seeing Ryan's progression um, from when, like before when he wasn't a Christian and just seeing his growth um, with God, but also um, it has been super rewarding since having Abel and seeing him be a father to Abel and just what that's looked like. And it's like nothing I could have imagined, but like it's super, super rewarding just to see how, how he's stepped into that role. Cool. All right. Jackie? Well, what I would share is what's been shared before some, but it's just in the growing and the maturing that we've experienced together. Um, you know, you think when you're dating and even when you first get married, you never expect, you never think of your best self of being 66 years old, you know, <laughs> and what all's going to happen in between there, you know. And um, so anyway, it's just been, and again, you know, Ron is my best friend and we, we communicate, we try here of late. <laughs> it's been a little, well, we can get about that later, but anyway. <laughs> We're late the last 45 years. No. <laughs> no, but we do. I mean, we do talk. We tell each other stuff. We, we do things together. I, I really enjoy spending time together, um, just all those things. And then raising up our kids that both serve the Lord and are raising their kids to serve the Lord, you know, with, the, with our grandkids. Um, it's just rewarding to see the progression of our relationship for these last 45 years, well, plus when we were dating. But anyway. Right. And that's uh, along that line what I would say as well. I think it's, it's been very rewarding to me to see how that we have handled our differences. You know, most, most couples are opposites. Not, not all couples are opposites, but most couples are opposites. And in fact, they say that um, many couples only have one thing in common, and that is that they were married on the same day. <laughs> uh, but we are opposites in a lot of areas, but then there's other areas, obviously, that we're we're very much alike, but uh, yesterday we went to the party house. Was that what the, what's the name of that party? Yeah, party, party city, party city uh, to pick out some balloons for birthdays and, and uh, for three different birthdays. 
And that's just not Jackie's kind of store because there's too many choices. <laughs> I mean, they, there's thousands of choices in there. And of course, she wants to go through every one of them to make sure that she doesn't miss something that would have been more perfect than the perfect one that she, that she bought. And for me to have the patience to go through all that, I mean, I used to not have the patience to go through all that, but I'm learning to have patience uh, through that sort of thing. And really, to, when you think back on those things, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be able to grow in those sorts of things and learn how to handle each other's differences and not for that to become a divisive thing, but that, for that to really to bring you together. So that's been very rewarding to me. Uh, and I guess I kind of answered my own question. Uh, my next question here, what would be the uh, most challenging uh, thing. Jackie, why don't we go ahead and we'll be the most challenging. First of all, we had the most rewarding thing. Now, what was the most challenging thing for you? Well, I guess like the differences, like you said, because in each phase of your marriage, your differences are there <laughs> and you have to deal with them. And he's more of a, he's more outgoing and more about, you know, doing new things and all that kind of thing. And I'm just more reserved. And um, I, I'd like change, but I, I'd like for it to be kind of slow and, and patterned out. I'd like to have my plan out here. And he's more of a go with the flow and spur of the moment. And so as we've gone through life in, in all the phases of that, um, I mean, it's just like even, even when he retired uh, from UPS, um, that was just, you know, of course, that was kind of a planned out thing, so I handled that pretty good. But then, you know, then, then here, the church thing just kind of popped up, and I'm just like, oh, now, now wait a minute, we're moving on, you know? So, <laughs> uh, so that, I guess that's been, a, you know, kind of a challenge of you just really to move on and, and just do and do and do, and I'm just a little bit more reserved and held back. Gail? I would say something that's challenging, um, sometimes our time frame. Ryan works 12-hour days, and so um, on the days that he works, he's gone pretty much all day, and um, then we have like an hour and a half to two hours before Abel goes to bed. So um, sometimes that can be a challenge, and just trying to make sure that we communicate through all of that and through all of our days, and what, so we're still on the same track. Um, that's been a challenge, but I think we do pretty well at working through it, but just kind of, when we're together, we are together and we are doing all things, even if that means we have to run down to the church to get something. We, all three of us come, we all go together. <laughs> um, or just whatever that may be. It's, that's been a challenge at times, but still good. Okay, good. Ryan? Well, for me, the challenge has been when we go to the store and she forgets the shopping list. <laughs> oh. But um, I'll never remember a shopping list. Uh, but I agree with the the timing of things. Um, you know, I don't get home till after six thirty, and um, our time is limited, and we work opposite schedules as well. So it's hard to find time together. But like she said, when we're together, we're together. It doesn't matter if we're cutting wood or if she's making cardboard animals for VBS and and I'm just sitting there right next to her watching her so you can watch TV you were watching me the whole time <laughs> okay Pam well I guess probably the most challenging time I think 
for us was after we lost my sister. And um, that was really hard. I went to a really, really bad place. And then we moved to Tulsa, away from family and everything. And Paul went to school. And Jessica was two. And um, that was a very, very difficult time in our, in our marriage. And um, actually, it was... Uh, something that almost cost us our marriage. Um, you know, you talked about everyone always thinks you're the perfect couple. Well, that's not true. Um, you know, everybody has times and seasons. And um, we moved home from Tulsa, and Paul and I did a lot of counseling. And I just have to say that I'm so thankful for a faithful God that what Satan tried to tear apart, God put back together even stronger than it was before. Amen. And there's always hope. There's never anything too far gone. There's always hope. I would completely agree with that because uh, we were first married. I mean, we, after you kind of go through the honeymoon phase, I mean, it was tough because uh, I grew up on a farm. So, you know, schedule was just whatever has to happen. And then I was working uh, at another place where the schedule was pretty much the same thing. And uh, I mean, Buzz retired. He was at Fisher Body in Marion for years and years and so, you know, their schedule was a lot more precise. You know, you could almost put it within a five-minute window of when he was going to be pulling in the driveway. And that's what she grew up and was accustomed to. And mine was nothing like that. And that was a real challenge the first couple of years because sometimes she had no clue when I was going to get home and I couldn't just text her on the cell phone 35 years ago. <laughs> and... Uh, <clears throat> Uh, and then sometimes I was coming home and then I was sitting there on the phone call making appointments for the following two or three days. And so even though I was in the home, I wasn't focused with time and attention. And so, you know, that was a real challenge from the get-go. And then, as she said, um, then when we moved to Tulsa and then we came home, I mean, the first five years of our marriage was extremely rocky. Um, but... As she said, God was faithful, and he brought us through those times, and we were able to look back and see how amazing it was of how God saved our marriage, strengthened our relationship, but also strengthened our resolve that we were going to fight for this, and we were going to keep it. And I look back now, and I see from once we worked through those things, you know, from that 10-year window past, has been so much easier and so much smoother because we worked out a whole lot of stuff in those first few years. It wasn't a thing like maybe some where they struggle for years and years and years and years. You know, those first few years was like boot camp. But once we got through that, we've been able to be much stronger since, and our resolve is to, you know, set the example for our kids of, you know, what they see as a strong marriage, a strong relationship. Um, you know, years ago, Pam and I would take off on our anniversary weekend, at least just for a long weekend, just to get away to focus on us. And I remember, you know, the girls would just say, you know, why can't we come? You know, and as we kept saying, you know, someday you'll understand. And they're at that point where today <laughs> they understand. But it's setting that example to make time for your relationship as husband and wife because that has to be solid and grounded for your kids to have a successful home. Amen. Amen. Uh, I'll go first. Then. 
I, when, when we got married, I had a, a challenge from my father-in-law and mother-in-law that uh, I only know knew Raj from February to August, six months. And we were in love, and we wanted to get married. And her dad sort of shook his head, that, that's too soon, because he was referring to Barbara and Vic. They went together eight years six, before. Six years, and Jack and Rose went five. five years, and Steve and Mary went five, five years before they got married. <laughs> and, and here I come, six years older than Rise, and, and uh, joined the family. But uh, it was it was challenging. I don't know if Jack ever thought that or not, but uh, it was uh, we overcome it, and uh, we proved that we were going to stick together, and. Uh, we had a, I had a wonderful relation with my father-in-law and mother-in-law, and uh, that was one of the challenges starting out. I think my biggest challenge with him was during the time that he was on the planning commission in Livonia. He was on the spree committee, which was a committee that did this um, fair every year, and he went on multiple work golf trips <laughs> and I was home <laughs> working and I got raising kids. Well and I got a little upset one time. I said, I'd like to go too. And so after that he, he took me on several of them and that was better. But <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a little challenging during that time, but I tend to keep my mouth shut so he didn't know it until I told him. And that's the other thing. Your spouse doesn't know it, know what's on your mind unless you tell them. And if you don't tell them, they can't guess. <laughs> my, my biggest challenge would be along that line. I believe uh, a few years ago, whenever Brittany was uh, very active in uh, gymnastics, uh, we belonged to a gymnastics club up in Marion, and Jackie was also a room mother at school. And she was doing a lot of stuff, and taking care of the kids was, was her priority, and it was just a major thing, and doing a great job of it. Uh, was traveling tri-state for uh, gymnastics for our daughter, and she, she was spending a tremendous amount of time up there. And uh, I was hearing about all of this because I worked a lot of hours, and so I wasn't able to be there for a lot of that. And uh, there, there was a time in my life where I really became jealous of everything that they were doing, and I wouldn't be able to be involved. Plus, I was hearing more about everybody else uh, that she was involved with rather than anything about me. And it was really a, a, tough, a tough time. And she didn't even really realize it until maybe a few years later when I began to share that with her. And she really didn't have, have an idea. So there I, I faulted in not sharing that with her back then so we could have worked through that better together at that time. Okay, back down to uh, Don and Roz. You are our uh, most experienced uh, couple. You've been through everything. I mean, you, you've been through uh, your college career, your high school career is obviously a college. Uh, Don, for any of those that don't know, Don is a very rare breed uh, when it comes to this. He is an all-American basketball player at two different colleges in two different states. There's not very many people who can say that, all-American basketball player. Let's just give him a round of applause.
uh, you've uh, you've gone th you know you've been newlyweds you've gone through all of that you've had children grandchildren great grandchildren uh, careers you've had uh, you've had, you as a nurse for many years Rosie uh, you work for Ford Company uh, Don and now retired so you've you've experienced almost all the gamut of everything uh, you've had tremendous loss. Uh, you've had other family situations. J just speak to that of how you've, uh, I, I guess what I'm looking at here is phases. I think that's one thing that Jackie and I have been able to do well. We've handled the different phases of life. Uh, how's that been for you? I think we have too. Uh, when he retired and he brought me down here was the The best thing he ever did for me. Because I got to spend 20 years with Rosie that I wouldn't have had. And I just, oh, I've been so thankful for that. But anyway, and his retirement was really, has, has been really great because he's not been bored. And, and you know, I always thought he had like three jobs. He golfed, he took care of the yard, and he did all the bills and stuff. So he was very busy. And uh, so I wasn't one of these wives that had a husband under her foot all the time. Mm. And uh, so it's, it's, each phase has its, I think some of the times, I think our worst fights were over the kids when they were little, about you shouldn't have said that to them. And then they said, well, you take their, their, you're taking their side. And I said, no, I'm not. I just, you know, you got to just calm down a little bit. And then, I, then I go to the girls. I said, don't, you know, your dad is just your dad. You got to, well, you just always take his side, you know. So, <laughs> but that was probably, we had probably our most, most fights over that. We were been always blessed. We've never had any financial issues that we've had to work through. Um, we've been frugal and. So that wasn't ever an issue, but I think the kids, when they were young, you know, dealing with certain things, it was hard sometimes because you both felt different ways about things, but we worked that out too. Yeah. And um, I don't know, it's been pretty good. It's been good. Uh, my, my dad died when he was 71 back in 74, and my mother lived to 89. So we've, she had cancer, so she passed away in South Dakota. Hold the mic but, up there closer. Uh, Ross's mom uh, had a... Glioblastoma. Glioblastoma, and we didn't expect that, and she died at 77, which Ross took pretty hard. Then when her dad passed away, he was 88, so he sort of expected it with pancreatic cancer, but the big one was Rosie when she passed. and. Rod still to this date, once in a while, she's sitting and crying, and she's thinking of Rosie, and she just, she can't get over that. You know, I, I don't know what a twin would feel like, but, but uh, there's some uh, rough times where you got to be compassionate and be quiet and just let her, just let her do what she can. Um, 
Pam, let's move on to you. I wanted to ask you, you touched on it just a moment there a while ago uh, about tragedy. Uh, of course, there's been some further tragedy, too. I don't know if you want to say anything about your biological mother. But uh, I guess what I'm thinking of here is that we all bring baggage with us into a marriage. I don't care how good of a person you are, you still have some baggage that you bring in. Uh, what, what kind of baggage might have come along with, with you and you had to deal with, and maybe Paul had to deal with as well? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is, because I did lose my mother to suicide, that I had this sense of abandonment. And I felt like my mom was the one that was supposed to love me more than anybody else. So if she didn't love me enough to stick around, how can this man stand here and say he loves me and really mean it? And so for a long time, it was hard for me to accept the fact that even though Paul told me that and showed me that, that I was still worried he was going to abandon me too. And I lived in that constant fear of um, being left alone and not being able to believe him when he would say that to me. And that was something that the Lord just had to work out in my life. And um, sometimes I made it really rough on my husband. I'll admit it. It wasn't, it wasn't pretty all the time. But, you know, he was faithful and he loved me and he showed me. And um, I'm very, very blessed. <laughs> well, with our time, why don't I go ahead and move here to our last question here. I'm just going to go ahead and move on to Ryan and Gail. Uh, you guys are our youngest. Would you say two and a half years you've been married? What would be your advice to a couple that's maybe just getting engaged? Drop your pride. I know I have issues with pride myself, but... And really getting rid of that and going after what she needs mm -hmm. more so than what I want to do. Amen. Good. Good. You have anything to add to that, Gail? Um, I think, well, we kind of, everyone kind of hit on it a little bit, um, but we all, like, I think being together and doing things together and um, sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean doing the things you want to do, but, um, just learning to live together and to do things together um, to support one another. I think that's really important. Good. Good. Well, Jackie, I'm going to let you have the last jab. I mean, the last comment. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have anything you want to you say here before we close? You'd do it all over again, I would do. I would do it all over again. Um, <laughs> I just thank the Lord for, because I knew, I mean, before we got married, you know, I knew I wanted a Christian, I wanted to marry a Christian, but that was really about all, I mean, I really didn't, I didn't really have any other details, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, you kind of know what personality and that kind of thing, but I mean, of course, neither one of us is relationship with the Lord, obviously, it's what it is today, and so we just kind of, we came together, I mean, you know, we were both Christians at the time. And that's probably about all I could say about that. I mean, you know, as far as just having just this deep, passionate relationship with the Lord, we really did it. And so I'm just thankful, though, that the Lord just took just that part that we had, the part that we knew, the part, the part that we 
walked with and stood on and grew that through all these years, you know. And he was so faithful. As we were faithful, he was faithful to us. Amen. And um, he just took that and just, and just has blessed it immensely, just immensely. And I'm just so thankful for that because, you know, um, we could, so many, so many things can get in and dig in and you can just let them fester and just, before you know it, this little bitty thing that just becomes a big thing or lots of little bitty things become a big thing, you know? And so I'm just so thankful that we've just been able to, um, to work through that, to laugh at, at crazy stuff. I mean, you, know, you could either get angry and upset about it or you can just laugh about it, you know, and move on. And so, and I've done both. <laughs> so, <laughs> and the laughing so and moving on is a lot better than the getting mad and upset. So, <laughs> uh -huh. okay, good, good deal. Hey, you know, one thing, did you notice Don never took a picture? Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> I had somebody ask me, well, if Don's on the panel, who's going to yeah. take the pictures? Oh, Josh took a picture. Oh, Josh got a picture. Okay. I said, well, it wouldn't put, put it past Don for him just to jump up and start taking pictures. <laughs> hey, the bottom line is this, folks. I know for us to have a strong church, you have to have uh, strong marriages. And for you to have strong marriages, then there just needs to be uh, biblical pr uh, concepts, biblical principles that you're using in your marriage. Uh, it's not easy. It's, it can be very, very difficult. But God wants your marriage to be more successful than you want it to be successful. And so just turn that over to him. And uh, once again, don't live in any kind of regret. If somebody's not in a good situation or maybe you've already gone through divorce, don't live in regret, but move on from here. And God is a restorer and he is a healer. Amen. Amen. Let's thank our panel this morning for participating. All right, let's all stand. Let's all stand. Praise the Lord. Well, Father, we bless you for today. I thank you for uh, what has taken place this morning, and I would pray that it will be a good fruit coming forth from that, that seed has been sown, and that uh, a good harvest is going to return. Thank you for this series that we're on with marriages, and I just bless, ask you to bless the marriages within this congregation and cause us, Father, to be a true example of your goodness and your grace. And we bless you and give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name.